You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for You Better You Bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. And live actually from the uh, BetQL studios out in Washington, D.C., Nick and Ken with the day off. So it's Ryan Horvath, P.J. Glasser filling in for You Better You Bet, and it's January 16th. A crazy night last night, wild card weekend, all wrapped up. Also all wrapped up the season for the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe Nick Sirianni's uh, tenure in Philadelphia as well. And uh, also yesterday, the Buffalo Bills win. They covered the total. Does end up going over. Uh, We'll talk about all of that. We will talk about a little bit of everything today because we have the divisional round matchups all set up. PJ, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, pal. It's good to see you. I'm excited to talk about this Packers game with you because I'm sure, uh, you know, you were all all excited watching that Cowboys game. I did take Packers money line. Um, Don't love them this week against San Francisco. I'm sure we'll get into that, but I'm doing good. A lot of people do. Doing good. I don't know about you, but divisional weekend in the NFL is my favorite weekend. I know a lot of people like, you know, the big one. They love Super Bowl Sunday. They love NFC, AFC title game, all that. Um, Give me divisional round. Best eight teams, two games Saturday, two games Sunday, my favorite. Yeah, I can't wait, man. And um, can't believe that the Packers are still playing. Uh, I also, I took the Packers. I didn't go money line, though. Uh, I, did, I did think that they had a shot, though, just because it was Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. you know, with the pressure on at home. Uh, got out coaching that game by Matt LaFleur, but I don't like the matchup against San Francisco. We'll talk about that. Also coming up around 520 today, we'll talk with Rick Camp. We'll talk some NBA basketball, and we'll also talk some PGA golf with Joe Idoni around uh, 540 as well. So uh, a little reminder for you, every time you make a wager over at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM reward points that could be redeemed for things like free bets, Risk-free tokens or converted to MGM reward points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Also, download the BetQL app for all the tools you need to take down the sports books, including five-star plays like one tonight in the association. Jalen Johnson, under 17.5 points. And uh, I made a little trip over to BetMGM as well, MGM, and I bet George Kittle receiving yards a couple different times. I really like that matchup coming up against Green Bay. You saw what Jake Ferguson did. Three touchdowns. What did he have, 10 receptions against Green Bay? Mm Mm-hmm. I like that, too. Yeah, Ferguson was was awesome. I mean, you've been talking about it all year. Whenever you're going up against Joe Barry defense, you got to love the tight end. Kittle's well-rested. Purdy loves work in the middle of the field. I'll be on Kittle this weekend, absolutely. Um, I think Debo Samuel will be a good look. It, it's tough with San Francisco because they got so many weapons mm-hmm. trying to figure out the guy that who like who's going to pop off for them. But uh, Kittle will certainly be at the at the top of my list. I'll be betting all his props. You know what's funny is Jordan Love, year one, taking over for Aaron Rodgers, uh, has a chance to do something really funny. because So they knock off the Cowboys. They go into Jerry's world, which that's what they always do, undefeated in Jerry's world right now. Yep. Um, but coming up, Jordan Love, 
takes the trip to San Francisco. Green Bay goes from being 10-point dogs. It's, it's nine and a half right now over at BetMGM. But Aaron Rodgers never won in San Francisco in the playoffs. And then after that, let's say, what, what if they go and they uh, get Tampa Bay after that? You remember a couple NFC Championship games ago, they lost to the Bucs as well. Yeah. Let's start there, though. The Buccaneers, last night, they closed as two-and-a-half-point dogs. The total closed at 44, so somehow goes under. Uh, Tampa wins that game outright, 32-9 to against Philadelphia. So the season comes to an end for the Eagles. Your thoughts, Jalen Hurts in that game, 25 of 35 passing, 250 yards, had a touchdown. He was sacked three times. I think like the most shocking stat is you look at it, uh, one carry for Jalen last night for only five yards. We saw crazy the brotherly shove get stuffed last night. Yeah. Jason Kelsey announces his retirement, it looks like, after last night's game. You saw some um, stuff going on on the sidelines with Dallas Goddard and Jalen in that game. It was just it was a weird finish to the season, obviously, for Philadelphia. Uh, they were a mess defensively. I don't think Nick Sirianni is the guy. Um, and that defense, man. You know, you knew they were in big trouble when Matt Patricia took on a bigger role. Oh, no question. Uh, it just shows again, like how great the Eagles' coaching st- staff was last year. We obviously see what Steichen's been able to do with Indianapolis. He almost took him to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew this year. And Jonathan Gannon, you know, Arizona was a lot more competitive than what we thought they were. And when Kyler Murray was back, you know, they won at Pittsburgh. They won at Philadelphia this year. So Arizona's a team trending in the right direction. Um, But like you said, this is one of the biggest collapses from a team that I can remember in like recent memory just when you consider the fact that the Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year yeah they started the season 10 and 1 they were in the driver's seat to get the number one seed to win the NFC East they do neither of those things and then for them to look the way that they did the final two games of the season when you're trailing the Giants 24 nothing at halftime and then you lose to Tampa Bay 32 to 9 it's it's pretty crazy this is a this is a big off season for Philly Ryan like they have a lot of questions it's crazy too how when you're winning games it kind of masks things on your team yeah. right like the defensive line for Philadelphia earlier in the year was so good it kind of masked how bad the secondary was then the D-line didn't produce it didn't get sacks and we saw how bad that D-line was and then offensively like these last the last like year and a half i mean when you thought about Philly's offense like didn't you just feel like they had so many different weapons that they could go to, whether it was Swift in the backfield or Gainwell and then Goddard at tight end and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown? And with A.J. Brown out last night, it just showed, like, outside of Don- Devontae Smith, they have no playmakers whatsoever. Yeah. You have the corpse of Julio Jones out there. You have Quez Watkins out there, Zacchaeus, Goddard's banged up. They didn't even run the ball with Swift. They didn't even try and get him in a rhythm. It was just, it's a disaster. And, uh... Man, Philly has they have fallen fast. They, they started 10 and 1 this season. Yeah. I mean, they're Super Bowl. Fast. They beat Buffalo and uh after that everything just went downhill. Like you said, I mean, I knew they were in big trouble even when Tommy DeVito came in that game a couple weeks ago in relief. I mean, they were driving up and down the field. So, and then on the offensive side of the ball, it was a different offense. I mean, they were clearly missing Shane Steichen. Yeah. You saw what he did year 1 in Indianapolis. Jalen didn't have the same type of season and, you know, like last season we talked about this, everything was up tempo this season. They I mean, it was like a slower pace. It wasn't a good year. And, uh, but also, how about what Tampa's doing right now? Like, they're on fire. And Baker Mayfield, it was a one year, $4 million deal. Yep. And 
Last night, things weren't perfect. Like There were seven drops from the receivers in that game, but still, he absolutely torched the Eagles, especially James Bradbury and Darius Slay. They gave up 161 of the 263 passing yards. Those guys looked washed out there last night. Baker, 22 of 36, passing 337 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, had a QB rating of 119.8. He was sacked four times. Like That's the one thing you could say about the Eagles. I still like the defensive line. They could get pressure on the quarterback. They could hold up against the run, but that secondary is bad. That pass defense is bad. Do you think it's as simple as you make a couple changes as coordinator? Do you think Nick Sariani's out? Because right now, Mike Vrabel, if you look at some of these offshore markets, is the uh, favorite to be the next head coach of the Eagles. But do you think, Howie, do you think they're actually going to make a change? Like, is Sirianni done? I, I think he should be. I think he should be, too. I think he should be because it just looks like the players have quit on him. It looks like he's lost the locker room. You know, when you're winning games and you run your mouth and you're talking all this stuff and you're like, are they screaming now? And, you know, Sirianni was the kind of coach that if he was your coach, you love him. And then if he wasn't your coach, like you hated him. You love him when you're winning 13 games. Exactly. But now that they're starting to lose games, you realize, like, this, this dude's not that good of a coach. Like, the Eagles were only good last year because of their two coordinators. So... I think they have to move on, not only because I don't think Sirianni's the answer, but because of the candidates that are available. Like this head coaching cycle that's available, Ryan, I mean, they could get Vrabel, they could get Belichick, they could get Ben Johnson, they could get Mike McDonald from Baltimore, Bobby Slowick. Like, there are so many candidates out there that if the Eagles decide to make their head coach, I'd be like, great hire. Like, you really can't screw up a hiring unless you go out and, you know, like I don't think Dan Quinn would be the best option unless you brought in an OC, no, you know. Not after or this weekend, especially. I don't think like Aaron Glenn, the Detroit defensive coordinator, would be a very good hire. But if you stick to like the top candidates, because Philadelphia is a team that's ready to win now, you need a guy that gets Jalen back to the level that he was playing at last year. Um, you know, you need to get A.J. Brown back in Philadelphia and wanting to play. They are a veteran roster, especially on defense. you got to figure out that secondary. But, you know, the Giants are well-coached. Dable's really good. Dallas has a lot of talent. Washington, which we're going to talk about throughout the show. I think that's the best job right now. It might be. You got new ownership. You have the number two pick. Yeah. Um, you know, they got first-round talent on their team. I just, I like the Washington job, too. I'm with you. So, Philadelphia, you know, outside of San Francisco in the NFC, like, it feels like everybody's racing to become that number two team in the NFC, right? It looks like probably Detroit's that team right now with the way they're trending, but your Packers certainly are ahead of schedule. Um, So we'll see, man. But I I certainly think the the Eagles need to make a move at head coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's crazy. I, I mean, you think of the Super Bowl run last year, but the year before that, you were bounced in the wild card. Which that was a rebuild year, you could say anyway. And then this year you get bounced in the wild card again after you start ten and one. Um, huh. I, I still I I wish I would have bet Tampa Bay. I was waiting to fade the Eagles. I just didn't think last night was the night with Todd no, Bowles and Baker Mayfield all beat up. And instead, uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield absolutely torched that secondary. If so you're I guess Tampa, no big surprise, Ryan. If you're Tampa, are you almost a little bum that like? Now, because Tampa won, Todd Bowles is probably coming back next year. Baker's coming back next year. Like, you know, Baker's Like the Giants fine. last year? Yeah. I mean, other than, like, you knew you that, were going to bring back Brian Dable and Mike a, Kafka because they're awesome at their jobs. No, but, but like, Baker and Daniel yeah. Jones is a great comp. Like, yeah. to the point where, like, you feel like you got the most out of them, but you know you're never winning the Super Bowl with that And guy. it's funny because Baker was the number one overall pick. He was great. I mean, he was pretty good his rookie year in Cleveland. He really was really good. good year one with Stefanski yep. when they had the strong run game and everything was off play action. They had the good defense. And then the year, I mean, the year that he stunk in Cleveland, he was also hurt. He had a shoulder injury. But I think Baker, 
in the right system. I mean, he's got really good receivers, obviously. They still have a good defense there in Tampa. I Yeah, I think he could be the guy for a couple more years. I don't know if he's just a bridge quarterback, but we'll, I, we'll see. I, yeah, I mean, that was the thought process coming into the season. Was Brady retired, and then they were like, oh, I guess Kyle Trask is going to be our quarterback. Then they went out and got Baker, and it's like with Drake May and Caleb Williams coming out, like we just sucked this year, and we can go get our guy. And then with how bad the NFC South was, Tampa's like, no, we can actually make the playoffs with this team. And you know what? I give them a real chance in Detroit this weekend. I re- Look, the Lions, as good as that offense is, Ryan, you can also throw on that defense. And yeah. I think it's a great matchup for Baker. Like, he can light up defenses with bad secondaries. And you can get Detroit. So I think Tampa certainly is live to uh, keep that game close against the Lions. I agree. Really quick on that, because I know we're going to talk about it here. Um, it's six and a half right now. Where do you think it closes? You don't think we get seven, seven and a half, do I, you? No, definitely not seven and a half. No, I don't think we get seven. I think it goes back down to six before it gets to seven. Seven is just such a key number. Yeah. And uh, man, I, like I, Detroit, I just, they're not used to this. Right. They're not used to A, playoff football, and then B, being favorites in playoff football, right? You were fortunate to beat the Rams. And now you got to turn around and you got to play Tampa. Ryan, they thought they were headed to Dallas, right? So now they it's wanted like that game. they wanted that game. Aiden yeah. Hutchinson, after the game against the Rams, when they found out that they were playing the Bucks, said, oh, it's a shame that we didn't get Dallas. We were looking forward to that game. So is now with Tampa coming in, are they almost saying to themselves, like, man, we get a break here. Like, we're playing the Bucks. We don't have to go play Dallas again. We get another home game. Uh, it, that, to me, is going to be interesting. Tampa's, they're playing with house money. Nothing to lose in that game. Um, but to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't think we get a seven. Yeah, I don't either. So six and a half right now, total in the game, 48 and a half. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, next Eagles head coach offshore odds, Mike Vrabel, the favorite minus minus one fifty makes complete sense because they're ready to win right now. Yeah. Uh, he goes up there. He fixes up the defensive side of the ball. Any chance that he would keep Matt Patricia on the staff because of the new England ties? I don't think so either. I think Patricia's got to go. Uh, Bill Belichick, four to one, Bobby Slowick. Four to one. Bobby Slowick was in his bag. He put on a show, and then Ben Johnson, who's five so to one, good. also put on a show. Those, like, if I'm that, th- those are the guys that I want. If you can't have the established guys for the Eagles, Vrabel and Belichick do make sense. Agreed. Because this is a team that was just in the Super Bowl last year uh, that started ten and one. They're ready to win now. But man, I would love Bobby Slowick. I would love Ben Johnson as play callers and as head coaches. And obviously, like I think Harbaugh, good option, nine to one. But I think he's going to be going to Los Angeles to coach the Chargers. After that, though, Dan Quinn, how do you hire Dan Quinn after what you saw on, exactly. on against Green Bay? I don't know how you can. No. I mean, Jordan Love in his first playoff game just marched up and down the field, and that was supposed to be the strength. And if you look at Dallas's defense, like since week nine, since really their bye week, um, not a very good defense. Number one in pass rush win rate, able to get after the quarterback, but they couldn't stop the run all season long, which was a terrible matchup going against Green Bay the way that Aaron Jones is running the ball. Yeah. In the, in the secondary, I mean, they lost Diggs early on. You know, it's Stephon Gilmore did not look very good. I know he was dealing with the shoulder injury, but he looked washed out there. Right. So I, I don't, you could make excuses, but I don't know, man. I mean, that was Green Bay. That was Jordan Love in his first start. And Matt LaFleur completely ran circles around Dan Quinn. The Luke Musgrave touchdown, he was wide open. Nobody should ever be that wide open. So I, I don't think I would touch Dan Quinn right now. But man, Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson after this weekend. Their stock's only going up. What makes the Eagles' job interesting and what makes Dallas's job opening interesting, too, if McCarthy does get let go, is the pressure that comes with being the head coach of those two teams in those cities, right, with those fan bases. So 
even though I agree with you that Slowick and Ben Johnson are great head coaching candidates, like, would you take a chance on those guys and give them the reins of being the head coach of those two teams in their first head coaching gigs? That's why I lean more so towards a veteran like, like a Belichick or Vrabel, yeah. guys that have been through it. They they know what what you know the league's going to throw at them, what fans are going to throw at them. So I think that's the route that Philly would go is with the veteran guy. And, uh, you know, I more see Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson in, like, a Washington or, uh, you know, maybe they're able, maybe Tepper's able to get one of them in Carolina or something like that. Yeah. So, we'll see. Maybe Atlanta, too. Uh, Bills also knock off the Steelers, so they advance Bills Chiefs. And it looks mm. like we're going to get a three with Patrick Mahomes, although right now over at BetMGM, it's minus 125. We'll talk about that. We'll recap the rest of Wild Card Weekend. It's You Better, You Bet. It's Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, filling in for Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.